0: Another day of Jeremy Grant trade rumors is just starting to heat up. We got a few more weeks to go, obviously a few more months to go to the trade deadline. The noise around Jeremy Grant possibly being shipped out is heating up day by day. We'll talk about Jeremy Grant possibly being traded by the Detroit Pistons today with a special guest on today's episode of the Lockdown Pistons Podcast. Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's the deal? Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Pistons podcast. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is a new app that helps you save money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need. It can even negotiate better deals on those that you want to keep. Per usual, I am your host, Kuka Hill. You can find me over on Twitter, at Kuka Hill. I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown since your first listen of every single day. And like I've been telling you guys for the past few months, we are on the road to a 1,000 subscribers. You guys have done a great job over the past few days, man. Let's go ahead and refresh the YouTube channel, see what it's sitting at. Uh, it's sitting at 965 subscribers. We've gained over like 70 subscribers in like the past two and a half days. You guys are doing a great job. We are closing in the final 35 subscribers. Go over there, if you haven't already, at the Lockdown Pistons YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. We're 35 away. It looks like we're going to hit this. I think we might hit it by before next week. Screw the end of the year. We might hit it before the end of next week. So I'm looking forward to it. If you haven't already, head over there. Hit that subscribe button. I'd really appreciate it. It's the best way to support the podcast. Uh, but just like we talked about in yesterday's podcast, we're talking about it again today. Possibly trading Jeremy Grant. The news is starting to heat up more and more and more. Uh, there's starting to be more trade machines out there. There's more talk about the Pistons are zeroing in on trading Jeremy Grant before the deadline now. So we're going to be talking about this for a while, for the next few weeks until he gets traded or the trade deadline passes. Uh, but I brought on a friend of the podcast, your guys' favorite guest. I know there's been some of you guys who actually have been commenting in the YouTube channel uh, comments saying, hey, get Bryce on so we can talk about this, talk about that. Uh, and you know what? I had to go out there and do it for you guys. We got Bryce back on the channel or back on the podcast. How are you doing, Bryce?
1: I'm good, cool, man. It was a windy day in Kansas. I don't know what it was like in Michigan, but uh... – we about blew away out here, so I hope it was better weather where you're at.
0: Man, just a, I told you on Twitter, just a few days ago, me and Megan were driving around, and it was literally blowing me and and our car back and forth, back and forth. It was it was crazy. But today was a nice day, actually. It was it was a pretty good day. Nice and sun out, everything. It's, it's actually shocking.
1: We actually canceled school here where I was at because they knew the wind was coming in, and I text you, I almost didn't get to do this because I was repairing some stuff that happened to our, our patio and stuff from the wind, and... Um, it it was pretty ugly, so hopefully everybody stayed safe. But I'm glad the weather was good out there.
0: Yeah, hopefully everybody around you guys stayed safe. I know there's like some mega wind going on down there. I've seen it talked about. So hopefully everyone out there is being safe. If you happen to be listening to this podcast and you're out there somewhere around Bryce and his area, I hope you guys are staying safe out there. Uh, But let's go ahead and get into it, Bryce. I spent the entirety of last podcast talking about Jeremy Grant and you know what I thought about trading him. Uh, why I thought it was a great move to do, why they should be doing it, where I'd like to see him go, or what I'd like to see get back for him. So we're basically going to go through the whole thing again, except with you on the podcast. So just go ahead and let the listeners know. Do you believe the Pistons should be training Jamie Grant? Yes or no?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think at this point it probably needs to happen. And I've, I'm have i one thats I'll admit whenever I change my mind or I was wrong or whatever you want to say, I thought Jeremy Grant was going to be in Detroit for a while because of the things he talked about. It's been said multiple times. But I do think things have changed. You bring this up all the time with I don't know that the organization or Jeremy Grant foresaw uh, Cade Cunningham coming to town, coming to the organization and being the type of player he is on the court and off the court. And I think that changes a lot. So I do think it's probably time for Jeremy Grant to be traded. I'm okay with it, especially if Jeremy Grant's okay with it. Um, I have some specific things I would like to see in return. I tweeted this out a couple days ago. I know some people disagree with me, but I have a kind of a specific idea of what I want to see in return for Jeremy Grant.
0: All right, so yeah, I I also agree with you. If you guys listen to Last podcast, you guys will know. Uh, I think it's time to move on from Jeremy Grant. I have multiple reasons why. Uh, and, you know, I've had some people, not very many of you guys, but there's been some of you guys who have kind of said, who are a Jeremy Grant hater? Uh, you know, last season, I was one of his biggest supporters. I wrote multiple articles about how he proved people wrong. Uh, I was one of his biggest supporters. But this year, I think it became very evident to me. And maybe I, I'm definitely soured a little bit on Jeremy. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. I've soured a little bit on Jeremy because of the way he's played. And I don't feel like the hit, the way he's playing is is good for the development of the rest of their young guys. I feel like it, it negatively impacts them. That's just my opinion. Uh, and I definitely have soured a little bit on him because of, the, uh, because of that. But he is going to be a great option for any contender out there. Any contender is going to love to have him. Uh, and I do think it's time to move on from Jeremy Grant. Uh, like you said, I think we both and just by everybody in Detroit thought and even the athletic reported, uh, before the season day, it was more likely for him to sign an extension that was going to be traded. And obviously, a few months have completely changed that. Uh, it seems like the Pistons are going to trade Jeremy Grant uh, before the deadline. It's it's actually shocking to see this 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 twist. Now, I had been saying that they maybe should be considering trading him for the past few weeks, but I didn't think the Pistons actually would do it until this came out. And it, it looks like they it's going to happen. So it's, it definitely caught me off guard a little bit, but I, I think it's time to do it.
1: Did you see the extension numbers, though? Like, that was the thing that kind of, I guess, sold it for me. And I'm with you as well. Like, I I thought Jeremy Grant was awesome last year. He proved everybody wrong, that he was overpaid and all of that stuff. So I don't want it to be a negative thing with Jeremy Grant. But I just think whenever you get Cade, it looks like another top draft pick. I don't know that it fits the way the same way I thought it was going to especially depending on what Jeremy Grant wants. I don't know that he wants to play third fiddle on a team that's not competing for a championship. But the numbers that came out, who were 4 for 112 million is like what his extension eligible numbers will be or like that's a lot. I don't know. I don't think I would be comfortable paying that. I don't know how you would feel.
0: Yeah, I I was going to bring that up so thank you for bringing that up, but I wouldn't pay that if I was the Pistons. Like if a contender wanted to pay them that because they know that that's going to contribute to them possibly going to win a championship, okay, then that obviously makes sense for them. But for the Pistons, they don't know when they'll be competing. They don't know when they'll get their second guy. They don't know when they'll fill out the roster. They don't know when anything's happening. And to secure that much salary cap into Jeremy Grant, who, again, I, I've said on the last podcast, I just don't know if he's actually going to be willing to just, you know, give it up to a 20-year-old, 21-year-old Kay Cunningham and just back off. After the reason why he came here was to be, excuse me, uh, one of the top options on the team, if not the top option on the team. I just don't know if that was in the best interest of him. And I don't. I definitely don't think it's the best interest of the Pistons to offer him that kind of contract uh, after this season. I don't. I don't think it makes sense for them to do so.
1: Yeah, I just. I think it's way too much. Like you said, it's different if you're going to win a championship, and that's what you have to pay your third or fourth best player. But for the Pistons, they're not going to be competing for a championship yet and i I, again i just don't see jeremy grant wanting to be the third option and that's what he's going to be next year ku don't you think like i mean if if the lottery falls away hopefully it will for the pistons and especially if they end up with jabari or paolo okay like those guys are going to come in and demand a lot of shots hopefully sadiq bay gets back into a, a nice rhythm where he's demanding at least catch and shoot shots And, you know, Jeremy's going to fall into the third fiddle. And I don't know that that's what he wants to do. Why do you want to do that on a team that even next year probably isn't going to make the play in? So I I told you this before we were recording. I think he's probably okayed this and said like, hey, I'm comfortable with this. I don't want to say he demanded it. Maybe he even went to the front office and asked for it and said, hey, we tried it. It's not working out the way we said, you know, things have changed. And, you know, I'd like to go to a contender.
0: All right. And before we move on and, and and go to the ad break and talk about what kind of trade packages you'd like to see for Jeremy Grant, all those kind of things, I just want to bring this up. And and you tweeted at me. I saw it earlier. Uh, you you DM'd this to me, but I just want to have this up for everybody. Um, Jeremy Grant is averaging eighteen, the eighteenth most ISO possessions per game this season, more than Devin Booker and Zach Levine. He's shooting twenty eight point eight percent on these isolation possessions. That right there is one of the biggest reasons why I'm okay with moving him, And to speak to what you had just said, next year, he should, I I think he should be taking the back seat right now, but the coaching staff hasn't really forced that to happen. They haven't really asked of that to happen. Now, obviously he's hurt now, so he is like not an issue now. But one of the things I I also would be worried about, to be honest, is that, like you said, I do believe he should be the third option next year if he were to still be here. But I'd also be worried, would the coaching staff make that Like known to him, would they enforce that? Because they haven't this season. And as Cage gotten better, as Cage starting to look good, it it still, at least to me, seems like it's like a power struggle. It's not like they don't like each other. There's chemistry issues, but it does seem like on the court when you're watching, it turns into like this: your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. It's uh, it's not really like it's not fluid in my opinion. But uh, I'll give you a chance to comment on that when we come back, and then we'll talk about uh, some some trade packages. But first. I gotta tell you guys about some of our sponsors. First up, let me tell you a little bit about Price Picks. Price Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Price Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of mids each game. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of from points, assists, rebounds, three points made, all of you, All of our users that deposit and use promo code Will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just so be sure to use promo code NBA. You pick two to five players and an over and under on their projections. You can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you for the projected numbers. Price Fix also allows mixed sports entries. You can take the over on Embiid combined with the under and Rogers in the same category, in the same entry. Use the award winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's just that easy. PriceFix is safe and offers fast withdrawals as well. So go to PriceFix.com today and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. PriceFix is daily fantasy made easy. So I want to thank you guys again for making Lockdown Pistons your first listen of every single day. We are free and available on all your podcast platforms. I also want to shout out again, like I did at the beginning of the podcast, we're just about 35 subscribers away from our goal of 1,000 subscribers. You guys have done a great job recently. Go ahead, if you haven't already, So hit that subscribe button. I'd really appreciate it. It's the best way to support the podcast. Let's try to get to 1,000 before the end of the week. It definitely looks like we're going to hit it by the end of the year, which was our original goal. Uh, But let's see if we can hurry that up a little bit more. I'd really appreciate it. But, uh, Bryce, I want to give you a chance to comment on what I left the last segment on uh, if you wanted to.
1: Yeah, so refresh me what we were – what your final point was there.
0: I was basically talking about how I'm unsure of – if Dwayne Casey would enforce that, or whoever, if, if Dwayne Casey wasn't the coach, uh, yeah, 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 if, we, whoever we, it was, would it? Go ahead. Yeah, we
1: we're talking about the ISO stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna. Uh, that's interesting. Like that's the end of the game situation stuff too, right? Who, like, you know, we've talked about this. We don't have to get all into it, but the end of the games, the the ball seemed to go to Jeremy Grant's hands, and so like obviously that's a Coach Casey decision, and so. Are they protecting Kate in those situations? Is it because they feel like that's why they brought Jeremy Grant to Detroit, so they have to give him the ball in those situations? So I do think it puts a coach in a tough spot. Like you have to keep these guys happy. You don't want an unhappy Jeremy Grant, and so maybe it's maybe it's another situation where it's better for everybody. And I remember. You know, Last year, we talked about this with Killian Hayes early in the season, and I know he didn't get a ton of games, but with Blake Griffin and Derrick Rose, he was always deferring to those guys, right? He always felt like he had to get the ball in Derrick Rose's hands, let the offense run through Blake Griffin. And I'm not completely comparing the situations, but maybe there's a little bit of that for Cade. Like He feels like he has to continue to let Jeremy Grant do his thing because he was the star free agent signing and all that stuff before Cade came to town. So, it may just be a passing of the torch that needs to happen.
0: All right. I agree with you, but I'll give you a chance now. I know you've been – so just to give you guys an idea of what's going on, if you guys are not watching this on YouTube, uh, and you guys even watch on YouTube didn't get to see what was going on before the podcast, uh, before we started recording. Bryce is over there. He got some notebook. Bryce, go ahead and hold it. There you go. He got <laughs> he got his little notepad right there, and he's been over there writing. <laughs> he's been over there writing all these trade packages, all these possible trade suitors for Jamie Grant for like probably the past 30 minutes going back to even before we hit record. So Bryce, I'll give you the floor. You guys heard, those of you who listened to last podcast, you guys heard what my thoughts were on the trade packages and why I'd like back for them. I'll re I'll, I'll say it again, but I'll give Bryce the chance to let you guys hear that first.
1: That's why I was a little lost at the beginning of this segment. I, I during the ad break, <laughs> I, during the ad break I was looking up trade machines and I completely lost track of what we were talking about. So I I apologize. Um, Okay, so here's my first one. What What do you think about this one? Because this one's really interesting. And this one actually came from Sean Corp, Detroit Bad Boys. He's the editor over there. He's putting out an article. All, I guess, 29 other teams, um, a trade package that involves Jeremy Grant. Be on
0: the lookout for that.
1: Jeremy Grant and Sadiq, I think you're going to like this one. Jeremy Grant and Sadiq
0: Bay. Wait, wait, before you say it. Before you say it, Are you saying I'm going to like this one because we're trading Sadiq and you, you just assume we're like that we're that's, getting rid of Sadiq?
1: <laughs> that's not what I said. That's not what I said.
0: <laughs> go <laughs> ahead, go I, ahead, go ahead. Jeremy, maybe it's because of what's coming you
1: back. Jeremy Grant and Sadiq <laughs> Bey, uh for Miles Bridges, Kelly Oubre Jr., and JT Thor.
0: Whoa, okay. Uh,
1: so here, and here, Kelly Oubre Jr., is only five million guaranteed contract next year, and then he and then his contracts off the book. So I know maybe Kelly Oubre is not super enticing to people. J.T. Thor was a guy that just got picked in this last year's draft, an intriguing player. Kelly Oubre Junior.'s only twenty six years old. Koo. Yep, yep. And Miles Bridges—that's I mean, a guy that people have talked a lot
0: about. Now I will say this when you read that to me, I think that's a hell of a ask to ask for jeremy grant if they got that for jeremy grant sadiq bay i'd be ecstatic about it i could i i think the Pistons would be willing i think the Pistons, honestly if they could they'd probably be targeting bridges in the offseason anyways with their with their salary cap if they could pull them off so if they could get them beforehand and they would have the, his 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 rights right that he would he's a restricted free agent this offseason yep
1: so they pro- i mean yes that that deal would have to go through assuming you know you can you know you're going to sign him to a long-term contract and have an idea what that number is going to be
0: uh, so I, I, don't think that Charlotte would do that. I don't I would, either. I, if I was the Pistons, I'd love to do it, but I highly doubt that, uh, Charlotte would do that. Kelly Oubre also is having a great season for him. He's shooting yes. 46% from the field, 39% from deep averaging 17, a career high or not career high, second career high, uh, of his career. So it's, I think he's having a great season. I don't think they want to split that up or I really don't know if they want to give up Bridges. I, I don't think they'd want to do that. So the Pistons, I think they absolutely would love it, but I highly doubt Charlotte would offer something like that.
1: I agree with you. The, that one was like just exciting because I was like, that makes a lot of sense. And but yeah. usually when you get that excited about one, it's because it's not, you know, the value is not right. How about the one that I feel like people are talking about the most? I think the, the Atlanta Hawks one, right? Oh, oh, and reddish. And then you have to add in DeLon Wright or somebody to um, make the money work. I think that's one that a lot of Pistons fans really like. And I think you like that one, right?
0: Yeah, I very much like that one. I think that one's realistic. I think that one uh, helps both sides. I think Atlanta would really love to have Jeremy Grant. Uh, he would help them uh, get get to the the next spot that they want to get to. Uh, like I said, Jeremy Grant and, and and Bryce has said this before. Everyone understands this. Excuse me, Jeremy Grant. It would be a great for a third uh, third player on a contending team, a fourth player on a contending team, and that's what he would be if he was heading over to Atlanta. Uh, and you have Trey Young. There's obvi- there's an obvious pecking order. Uh, so I think Jeremy Grant would be really good over there for uh, Atlanta. And I really like Okonwu, Uh And I also like Reddish as well. Uh, the thing that there's a risk there, honestly, I feel like it's more of a risk for the Pistons because both those guys are really injury-prone so far in their career. So the Pistons would be taking a risk and hoping that they stay healthy and get back to being healthy. Uh, but I, for me, if that's the – let's just say – I know you have multiple other ones. If you guys saw the notebook, yeah, I know you guys. He has a ton of other ones. But let's say that's the only. <laughs> but let's say that's the only one you get if you're the Pistons, and that's the best offer you got. I, I I would take it. I like it.
1: Yeah. So that's what you brought up, and this was kind of the where my tweet that I uh, alluded to earlier. Was I kind of want a guy that we're going to be very sure is going to be a starter in the NBA for the next five to eight to 10 years for this team. You know, I, I don't know how many of those guys the Pistons have right now. I don't know how many you think, Koo. You know, I think we're in a very similar place on Killing Hayes, but I'm not saying it's a guarantee he's a starter. He may be slide into the third guard role on a team that's really, you know, the, a team that's good. And so I would like to see them be able to replenish with a guy. I'm not saying as high level starter as Jeremy Grant but a guy you feel like is going to start along with some other like lottery tickets. What I talk like a guy that has high upside, a draft pick, whatever it is. And so the worry with that trade for me is I don't know that either of those guys are guarantees. Do you, I mean, even if it's just because of the injury history.
0: No, yeah, they're definitely, like like I said, they're definitely not guarantees there's risk to them because of the injury. I think, I, I really do like Okangwu. I think if Okangwu can stay healthy, he is going to be a legit – He, I think he's going to be a legit guy, a starting guy, if he can stay healthy uh, and develop. Uh, I think there's also a pathway for Cam Reddish as well. I like Cam Reddish. Uh, I know there's been mixed results so far in his career, thus far into the NBA. Uh, but I do think that he has starter uh, K- uh, future in him. If he can stay healthy and develop, continue. Uh, but there's definitely risk to both of them because you don't know. their Injuries and because you don't know how they're going to go development-wise.
1: Um, so I want to ask about one, if I can ask you one that you don't like, and that's the buddy Hill Marvin Bagley one. I think it was, was it today or yesterday's episode that, that you dropped where you said you wanted nothing to do with that one?
0: Well, yes. Do you want me to explain why, or do you want to go ahead?
1: Well, I, I, I'll, I'll just give my thoughts and then you can, go ahead. you know, and I told you, we'd probably disagree a little more than we normally do on this. Episode. I like the idea of buddy Hill. I think he's still young enough. I think shooting is a skill that that stays with you throughout your career. And so I think he's a starter on an NBA, a good NBA team just because of that skill. And then I've heard enough, even from Richard Staman at Mavs draft that does locked on NBA draft that he still thinks there's a, a path to Marvin Bagley being a successful NBA player. So that one intrigues me.
0: Uh, so I'm not interested in buddy healed. He is a starter for a team somewhere. He is a great, excuse me, a great shooter but he's older than Jeremy Grant. He's 28. So I, I'm not interested in that. That's why And he also is on a decent contract. I don't really want to pay him. And I have no issue with the Pistons wanting Marvin Bagley. I'd like Marvin Bagley, but right now I, I feel like he has negative value in the league. Everyone knows he wants out. Everyone knows Kings want him gone. Uh, and I feel like if any team gives up anything of value for him. When you know that his value basically is zero you're losing that trade. So I, I if the Pistons want to go out to Bagley, I'm completely supportive of it. If you want to trade like Josh Jackson, or like a second round pick or something, then absolutely I'm all for that. But giving up Jeremy Grant, I, I I think you'd be forfeiting up value that you could like basically you could trade Jeremy Grant, get more, and then still get Marvin Bagley by giving up like Josh Jackson or something. So I feel like you'd be taking you'd be you'd be taking a discount on Jeremy Grant when you don't have to. That that's my thoughts. No,
1: that's very fair. That that makes sense And, you know, the other one of the other California teams, the Warriors one, I'm assuming we'll get to in the third uh, segment, but the Lakers, man, like, I'm going to be so mad if he ends up in L.A. for one with the (laughs) Lakers, but I'm going to be even more disappointed. I don't think there's a return that I like, and I know some people are really high on THT. I feel like the only reason we know THT is because LeBron, like, kind of, you know, pumped him up and, and all of that, like. There's not a package there. The one Sean came up with was THT Kendrick Nunn in a 2025 first. Like I'm not sure I'm like excited about the possibility. And and that's probably the best one you can come up with that's realistic, right? Like the Lakers just don't have it. It's kind of like the Jazz. I keep hearing him come up for the Jazz, but I don't think the Jazz have the the assets that would interest the Pistons.
0: So I'm going to give my thoughts on on the, uh, the Lakers one after this ad break because because Bryce Bryce definitely hits it on the head. And I'm probably going to take it a step forward, uh, a step further with the, the Lakers one. Because I'm really sick. Uh, if you guys follow me on Twitter, you guys know how, how sick of I'm, I am of hearing the Lakers come up in these talks. Well, so we'll talk about that and some of the other ones that Bryce has down in the third segment. But 1st got to tell you guys about another one of our sponsors. First up, let me tell you a little bit more about Truebill. Do you know why free trials be new without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 per year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. And your Truebill account is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users that have helped them save over $100 million. So, don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Go right now to truebill.com slash locked on NBA. It could save you thousands a year. That's truebill.com slash locked on NBA. So, I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Pistons your first listen of every single day. We are free and available on all your podcast platforms. And also, we are trying to hit 1,000 subscri- subscribers by the end of the year. We're definitely going to get there. I'd love to see if we can get it there. By the end of next week, we're at 965 right now, just 35 away. You guys have done a great job over the last few days. I really su- appreciate all the support. So let's try to get to that thousand sooner than later. I'd really appreciate it. Head over there, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Uh, but Bryce, man, let me let me let me comment real quick on the on the uh, the, the Lakers one. If the Pistons were to trade Jeremy Grant for THT, I probably I, I don't know I don't know if you heard this part on the podcast yesterday, but I said if the Pistons were to trade Jeremy Grant for THT i'm gone heard i'm i'm you. out I heard, I heard you i am pe- out of there i'm not i'm not a pistons fan no more I'm not doing this. It wouldn't be you know the the revolt against John Kuster led by rip Hamilton back in two thousand was it like two thousand ten that he did it It wouldn't be the 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 losing for a decade it wouldn't be you know the the multiple misdraft picks or the the trading guys too early or all the all the injury everything that's went wrong for the Pistons. no nope, i i'm okay i'm okay with going through all that. But if they traded for THT, traded Jeremy again for THC. That would be the, the line in the sand. And I'm 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 gone. I'm 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 out of there and I'm finding a new team. I'm not I don't want to hear it. I'm sick of it. I, and like you said, literally I feel like the only reason why THT gets brought up is because he plays for the Lakers and because he's LeBron's teammate and everyone wants LeBron to win. So they're gonna hype up everybody's everyone that LeBron plays with so he can try to get a better guy to come play with them. It's it's very annoying with it because I seriously don't feel like THT as much of a pro, like uh, he's definitely he's intriguing but like Sadiq Bays is intriguing uh so like I I don't know I, I just not interested in him at all so
1: what about um we've talked about Miles Turner what about the Bulls one because I heard you say you weren't interested in Kobe White I think that was on yesterday's episode also but do you have interest in Patrick Williams and then possibly another player that the Bulls could attach and honestly that fits the quote unquote tank of this season because Patrick Williams is out, but it was like a wrist injury that you're hoping he'd be able to return from. It's not like it was a structural knee injury or something like that. Like that one has to interest you a little, right?
0: No, yeah, I'm very interested in that one. So this is this is the trade offer I'd take from the Bulls. Um, obviously, I think you'd have to get salary filler in there somehow. Uh, I, actually, I should pull Chicago Bulls salary cap up so I could have what salary filler it would be. But basically what I'm looking at here is I would take Patrick Williams. I think Torrey would, too. He obviously was the one who hyped up uh, Patrick Williams heading into the draft. Everyone talked about he was the reason why his value went up so high. Uh, Weaver very much liked him. Uh, I like Patrick Williams. And what I would do if I was the Pistons, I'd take Williams. And I would take – I wouldn't ask for another player. I would ask for Patrick Williams. I'd ask for Portland's first-round draft pick because they have Portland's first this year. And Portland doesn't look like they're going to do much this year. So I would take – I would ask for Patrick Williams and that Portland first. And if they accept that, I would take the deal.
1: Yeah, I like that. I I like that a lot. I like Patrick Williams. I I did a, a breakdown over the summer on Zach Levine, and so because of that, I I got to see Patrick Williams play quite a bit, and I I like that one a lot. Um, how about this one with the Celtics? This one was interesting. This one's going to tear at you a little bit, Koo. Um, so Grant, Sadiq Bay, and, and Killian Hayes, and Killian Hayes, yeah, for Jalen Brown, Aaron Naismith. And Bruno Fernando, I assume that's a salary thing. And I just want to, I've been, I don't remember which beat writer it was, but one of the beat writers told me, somebody told me, maybe it wasn't one of the beat Somebody told me that, that Troy Weaver and the Pistons were really high on Naismith coming into the draft. And he just, that they would have taken him instead of Sadiq Bae, Um If if that's how it would have played out. I don't know if that's a lot for Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's pretty, you know, he's, he's a big time player, big time scorer at least what that that's the first had seen of that that's a that's a sean corp detroit bad boy one right there
0: so 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 bryce is right that's tugging tugging on my little my my heartstrings over here because everyone knows i do like uh killian hayes but obviously i'm not gonna be stupid the thing is the, the thing here is it does is Jalen Brown under contract for the next few years.
1: That's what I needed to look at as well. I looked up the stats just to kind of see what kind of year he, so he's averaged 20 a game. He was an all-star last year. His scoring's down just a little bit this season.
0: All right. So this, this is, I'm looking at spoke right now and it doesn't say his, he's under, I, it doesn't really say what his contract is. It's like blurred out. Uh, but, but overall, this is say for without taking into his contract. Uh, and it says his contract, last year of his contract right here, I'm looking at it on uh, Hoops Hype. It says his last year of his contract in 2023, 2024.
1: At 28 uh, and a half. That's what basketball reference has as well. So it, it goes up by about $2 million a year for the next couple of years. So he, he's expensive. So
0: Jalen Brown is legit. He is. I think that they would have to heavily consider that one. I I think they would have to heavily consider that one. I'm not going to lie. That's a lot. I feel like that is a lot to give up for Jalen Brown, but you could argue Jalen Brown probably is worth it Uh, from people outside Detroit. They probably look at as not that much that Detroit's given up because they don't think highly of killing Hayes and Sadiq base having a down here. But if you're looking at it from the piston side of things, you're giving up your second best player and your two highest draft picks from like the last, before this past season, you're giving your two highest draft picks up uh, and guys that were apparently part of your develop, your, your core development. So that would be a lot to give up for Jalen Brown from the pissing side of things if you're thinking about it. But I think that that's something that you would have to heavily consider, especially if Torrey is apparently this high on on Naismith. I think they would have to consider that. And if the Celtics were to take it, I think the Pistons would probably do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's, he's 25 years old, 26 years old. You pair him with Cade Cunningham. Now you, you I mean, you definitely have your backcourt or, you know, wings and you go and hopefully, you know, gr- the, the problem is he's probably going to help us win some games throughout the rest of the year. So we may not get as high a draft pick but then you assume you're going to add in the 2022 draft pick and you may have your core three guys there and you still have some complimentary pieces that you can fill in around
0: that. So Kai, let th- me just let me just say this real quick. While while that it's hard to pass up Jalen Brown, this is something I, I should have said in yesterday's episode, but I want to say now. One of my one of my core main things I want to get back from this Jeremy Grant trade. I don't want to make a trade that I think now, obviously, if it's Jalen Brown, if you're being offered Jalen Brown, it's hard to say no to Jalen Brown if you're able to get him, I'm like, obviously. But I feel like something the Pistons should be wanting to do, and I think they probably are trying to do, they don't want to make a trade that's going to take them too high out of the draft lottery. I, I wouldn't want them to do that. I, I think, you know, I've mentioned, like, there's a, you know, last week we had you on the podcast, and we mentioned Miles Turner, if the Pistons were out to Miles Turner. I think he probably would make them better, but I don't know if they're moving, like, like up the standings because they have miles Turner. I still think they struggle. This would look better while they struggle. You feel like you feel what I'm saying? So I, yeah, don't, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, again, I don't know if that would cause me to say no to getting Jalen Brown, cause he's Jalen Brown, but I think that's something the Pistons should be looking for in the trades.
1: Well, th- this trade you're pretty much going all in, right? Cause you're selling on two of your sophomores you know, two of the three picks from last year's pick or draft in Sadiq Bay and Killian Hayes. So you're really going all in on this trade. Like you're maximizing value to bring in a guy that you probably feel like is going to be your leading score, you know, next to Kate Cunningham for the next, hopefully six to eight years and be a, a real core piece. So this one is really an all in trade to me, you know, like some of these other ones, you're just kind of getting guys, you're opening up opportunities. Like we talked about the beginning of the podcast, and then you're getting some guys that are just going to be solid pieces. um, But you still have a lot of these younger guys. This one, you're, you're pretty well all in. And and I I don't know how you, if you want to talk about, I can't do that. Like I'm still, I'm a Ben Simmons guy. And I don't think Jeremy Grant fits in Philly. I don't think what we have, anything we have other than Kate Cunningham, obviously fits what Philly would need. But if there was some interest from Philly, I'm okay bringing in Ben Simmons. I don't know if we've got into this or not, but if, if, let me okay, let me perfect. If Ben Simmons is playing the role that I, in a role that I feel like he needs to be in. And that's a huge if.
0: No. Yeah. I said on yesterday's podcast that if they were to somehow, if the Philadelphia 76ers were to be interested in Jeremy Grant for Ben Simmons, of package like that. At first I was completely against it right now. I, it would basically be something where I was like, okay, like, i don't like it i don't hate it it's like okay well let's, i mean i guess uh it wouldn't be something i'd pursue but i mean if it happened i would get it I, I would understand it i also would probably have my reasons to not like it still but it's just one of the i guess it's, it's just like meh okay whatever if you do it you do it that's just how i feel on it right now with ben simmons
1: and i know the one you're most excited about is the warriors one right like yep. that's so well, I don't know.
0: I don't know. Have you heard anything? I Me? I haven't read anything that said that they're interested in Jeremy Grant. I, I think he
1: makes sense. And like, I do. I think he makes sense in the sense of they should be in win now. I, I really think that like, I understand that there's this idea of they can win now as well as bringing along this young core of Wiseman, Kaminga and Moody. And, and I understand all that. I get it. So if they don't want to make a move, I understand. But if they don't think this, P- this roster is going to win a championship and that bringing in Jeremy Grant to pair with all that other talent does win him a championship, then I think you make a move. And even if it, you know, causes your future to not look quite as impressive, maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's awful team building. Uh, maybe that's too nearsighted or short sighted. I don't know, but I wouldn't blame them for making that decision. And all three of those guys are somewhat interesting to me. I take Wiseman.
0: That's, I if if you told me that you only they're only offering Wiseman, I'm still pulling the trigger on it.
1: So you would go straight. I I know you can't do straight up because of the yeah. money, but you would essentially yeah, yeah. go straight up for those two. I mean, yep. Okay.
0: I'd want to, I'd try to get something else. I would try to go Wiseman. I mean, we talked about this on yesterday's podcast. I'd go Kaminga. I tried to get Kaminga and maybe like Moody or something, or maybe uh, Wiseman and Moody. But I mean, I take Wiseman if if that's what it came down to, like after weeks of talking and they when it move off Wiseman, I'd, I'd, I'd pull the trigger.
1: Yeah, I mean, everything I heard about Moody coming into the draft was like he was an NBA-ready scorer. The problem is you already have NBA-ready scorers on that roster, so where's he fit? Because Jordan Poole is having a breakout year, and so there's no minutes for him. So I think he comes to this roster, and I'm not saying he starts, but I think he's playing and getting shots up and scoring for this team right away. I, I still want to find somebody that can tell me, what's going on with wiseman because like it just i was really high on him last year i thought he was going to be a really good player and i I feel like he started off the season decent and then it wasn't a and then the injury and i I just don't know what to think about him right now
0: yeah i'm definitely gonna have to try to speak to you actually you suggested this to me i'm gonna go hit up lockdown warriors host and see what they if they can give me some insight on what's going on with wiseman uh but definitely i i take wiseman for jeremy grant I, i you guys know i've been wanting a center that's what I want. So if the Pistons were able to get a center out of this, out of trading Jeremy Grant, I'd be really happy about it. Uh, but we're we're getting close to the end, Bryce. Do you have any other trades we can get some more in?
1: I mean, I got I got like six more. So uh, <laughs> uh, let me let, let me throw out the 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 Nets one because that one I saw somewhere else as well. So this one actually had Jeremy Grant, JJ, and Luca. I, I don't know why all maybe just to match the number of players. But Joe Harris always seems to be involved. And then, like, this one would be Cam Thomas and Claxton. And I think you're high on Claxton as well. Or not high, I don't want to say high. That's probably putting words in your mouth, but it, you're intrigued by Claxton.
0: Yeah, I, I am intrigued by Claxton, though. I don't know. I don't know if I want I'd pull that trade off because I, I mean, like, I like the reason why I like Claxton is because the Pistons don't have a center, they don't have no control to the rim, they don't have a lap threat. So, getting Claxton, I'd like it, but I still think that. There's other trades that you've mentioned so far that I, I like better than the next one.
1: And here's the thing, like Joe Harris, I, I, he's 30 years old and I realize he's a one-trick pony, but he's been really good at that one trick. Like he's not an, a non-factor. Now, I don't know what his contract is. I didn't look that up and it may be, a oh yeah, it's probably a little more than what you'd want to pay. So that, that, that may not be a great, you know, can't, Thomas is another guy they talked about being an NBA-ready score. All right, how about a Grizzlies one? Because I know this involves a guy that we talked a lot about last year, and you brought the Locked On Grizzlies guy to talk about him. So Grant yep. for slow-mo, which I think that's a salary filler, but it'd be fun still. I love watching him play. Brandon Clark, Clark excuse me, and Zaire Williams, who was the pick from this last draft. Um, And then this actually had a, a first round pick on top of it as well. I know you had talked about Brandon Clark, so.
0: <sighs> that one intrigues me, but oh God, I like Brandon Clark. I, I do like Brandon Clark, but I don't know if he, I don't know if I'm creating Jamie Grant for that, for that either. I, so,
1: so you're getting like three here. Here's where the value is. You're getting three guys with potential, right? Clark, Williams who a lot of people like and then this particular trade this was one of Sean's at Detroit bad boy 2022 first round pick also which the Grizzlies are playing really well right now even without jaw but you know so I don't know where that would land um but you're getting three lottery picks with that
0: well the thing is not lottery sorry
1: that's how I refer to it lottery tickets I'm sorry
0: well, from the outside looking at it looks like that Brand Clark is like kind of taking steps back since his rookie season and everyone's talked about how he's like completely screwed his jump shot up. So like I, I'm I'm interested in Clark, but that's another one where it's that like that
1: sounds that sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, it does. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I I it's another one of those ones that I don't know if I want it Jeremy Grant for that.
1: Yeah, that's that, I, I'm with you. I, I like I said earlier, I want a guaranteed guy. Okay, last one, because I know I know the time just because it's a it hits close to home jeremy grant for duncan robinson and a 2024 first nope
0: not interested Gr- at all
1: jeremy grant for jackson hayes and Kara lewis
0: Kyra not lewis. interested at all grant i and- like jackson hayes but he has like he also has like i feel like not very much value at all
1: jeremy grant Corey joseph for mo bamba
0: and gary harris Alright, so now now you're now you're perking my ears a little bit, but I don't know if I want any parts of Gary Harris. He's like completely fallen on his but falling I think, back.
1: I think that I I uh, I'm pretty sure he's in the last year of his contract.
0: So let's look that let's look that up real quick before we wrap this up.
1: You like Mo Gary. Bamba though. Mo Bamba yes. intrigues you. No,
0: no, no, yeah. Mo Bamba, Mo Bamba does he he does he does intrigue me very much. I'm pretty Gary, sure. Gary Harris, last year of his contract.
1: Expiring, so you're essentially trading for an expiring and Mo Bamba. Hmm.
0: Mo Bamba is taking like a step forward this year, too. I like Bamba, I don't, I like Mamba too, but oh god, I'd want I like something the other ones more. But Bamba would be intriguing,
1: I'd want something else because like you know, you're just gonna let Gary Harris walk in free agency, yeah. So essentially, you're trading Jeremy Grant for Mo Bamba, like that's not good value for the Pistons so i feel like you'd have and there's some i would imagine there's some other guys on that roster that that would intrigue you um you want to you know could, someone
0: else on that roster that, that i really much like and i and there, a few years ago i begged for the pistons to trade for marco fultz i, I wouldn't but he hate doesn't it Make sense he and, doesn't and make sense with the team right now i'd say he but doesn't love and, him, so.
1: and his contract's too much for me um but there's some other young guys on there that you might be able to add into it to make that value a little better.
0: So, all right, you got any other ones out there before we wrap it up? No, nah, that was it. <laughs> I, I, we, uh, cro- we crossed <laughs> off the list. <laughs> all right, well there you go. You guys wanted to, you guys wanted to have a podcast full of just trade possibility and trade packages. You guys you guys got it. You guys got it with one of your favorite guests, Bryce. Uh, Bryce, we're gonna end the podcast with this. I want your prediction right now. If you had to put money on it right now, with your life dependent on, it? is Jeremy Grant traded before the deadline? Yes. No, there you go. I also, I also agree with Bryce. He'll be traded before the deadline. And for those, I'll give you guys a little treat. For those of you guys who listened all the way through a forty-minute podcast, I can confirm that they they want they're they interested in trading Jeremy Grant. I can confirm that. And that's obviously, we've heard, I, And that's why we heard so quickly. Obviously, we've had reports outside Detroit talk about it. Uh, but I, I can confirm that they are at least interested in moving him. So take that for what you want. That There's a little treat for all you guys who can make, who always make it to the end. Uh, but I right, thank you, Bryce, for coming on, man. Let everybody know where they can find you and your work at. Yeah, at Motor City Hoops on Twitter. Check
1: out the YouTube channel, Detroit Bad Boys, dropping articles. Coup, as always, man, I appreciate it. I have a lot of fun. I hope the listeners enjoyed this one. I know I had a blast.
0: Yep, absolutely, man. Always a fun time when you come on. I want to thank you guys again for making Lockdown Pits. It's your first listen of every single day. you are free and available on all your podcast platforms. Hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Hopefully by the next time, if you guys go crazy like you did last night, over the last 24 hours, we may be recording the next podcast with over a 1,000 subscribers. That would be crazy. Uh, but make your second listen of today, Lockdown Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all your podcast platforms. Thank you guys again for listening to the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys heard some trade packages out there that we didn't mention and that you guys want to throw out there, go ahead and send them to us on Twitter or in the comment section down below on the YouTube channel. Uh, But until the next podcast, the Pistons play the Pacers tonight, I believe, on Thursday night. So hopefully they have a good game. Uh, But until the next one, I'll see you guys later. Peace out, everybody.